Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? This is Rudy Gay, and this is a Speakeasy. Um, today, today we have uh, we're kind of off the beaten path a little bit. We have a friend of mine, um, one of the Forbes Thirty Under Thirty, um, one half of the Venus of Floor Empire, um, is what it's become too. Um, we have Sunny Shada, my boy. You know what I mean? The watch kind of sore, the <laughs> the car kind of sore. The you know this guy. This is. This is probably one of the most interesting men. Like you know the the old the old uh, like you know what is it Doseke's com- commercials. <laughs> this is the guy that he was trying to be. Like um, honestly, I met this guy maybe two years ago, and um, it's a weird situation. But let me let me dive into that. <laughs> so um, this is during the pandemic. Um, um, we we I go to uh, was it Cabo right? Yeah, we go to Cabo and. Um, you know, I, I see this guy in um in his family. They're you know they're all chilling, having fun, and and this is to be my girl at the time. We're just sitting there, um, we're just sitting there chilling. So, um, my girl goes to the the bathroom, and his wife Seema sees her and says, "No, what you have a nice bikini on," and I'm like, at the time, I don't think you know this part of it. So I'm like. What's the pandemic? Why are you talking to people? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, leave her. Like, okay, she says it. Whatever. She's like, they're nice. They're nice. So, you know, time goes on. We, we're drinking a little bit. We go to the pool, and um, you know, two ladies get together, and um, I'm introduced to Sunny, and we're just talking. Like, we just get to talking. And actually, it was your it was your cousin that 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 recognized me, right? Yeah, we were uh, we were in the pool chilling, and I was just I remember the first thing I was like, "Yo, that dude's tall as shit," and I was like. <laughs> You know, he has to he has to be doing something. And then my my cousin ended up recognizing you and he was like, Yeah, I think he plays basketball actually. And it wasn't until you jumped in and uh you introduced yourself, he was like, Oh shit, I know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was but it. That, that's part of the things in life and that's part of the reason why I wanted this podcast is that, you know, I've I've met people all from all walks of life through my career. And basketball has blessed me to be able to be in certain places to be able to meet people like you. Um but you know, uh Story goes on. We we continue to drink and and um, I wake up getting t- you know tucked into my bed, <laughs> like I'm literally tucked into my bed. So I get up in the morning and I'm like, how did I get here? I do not remember. So uh, I, I I look at my phone. I see a text I'm like, yo, you guys okay? We we did this, we did that, and um, yeah. So I passed out and he took care of me that night. <laughs> You know, you don't know this, but I checked all my hot spots. Make sure you guys weren't freaks or anything like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they were they were stand up people, and you know, I always say I owe you for that. He never lets me pay him back for it, but you know, eventually I'll get you. But um, you know, uh, just stand up people, man. Everybody I met, him and his wife, and and just great people. Um, let's dive into it, man. You know, um, Venus of Floor. You know, this is this is something that. Um, kind of transcended the whole flower company business. Um, Where did the idea come from? So I met Seema. I was living in in New Jersey in 2014. Um, And so Seema was coming out to visit one of her friends that she had met uh, while she was traveling once. And right when she comes out, she ends up, 
getting a text from her friend saying, hey, I can't actually link up, I just got a job. But I'll connect you with a couple of guys that went to college with me uh, and they know Manhattan, they'll take you around, they'll show you all the spots. So uh, I happened to be living with the guys that went to college with her, her good friend. And so we were taking her around the city, showing her all the hot spots, taking her to all like, you know, the, the hole in the wall spots, the speakeasies, but then taking her all like, you know, the places that everyone wants to be at. Whole time you was like, oh, she looks good. Yeah, whole time I was like, all right, boys, back up, that's me. Um, but you know, so we just, we vibed, we kicked it off. Um, we were into the same music same food same everything you know a lot of people that you know you would you'd go out and and talk with back then like they were just only interested in being in the hot spots um they weren't down with like trying new things being like all right i'm from vancouver so what what's the best bagel in manhattan what's the be- what's the spot you go to for a drink if you just want to chill um and so both of us kicked off really well she ended up going back to vancouver um and then valentine's came around but we just stayed in constant contact and so during valentine's day I went online. I was broke as shit at this time. So I'm like saving up bread just to be able to buy her an arrangement and go online, find the perfect arrangement. I end up uh, placing an order for it on Valentine's Day. I get a picture at like five o'clock. So I'm like the whole day pacing around just like, all right, you know, at what point is she going to get this delivery? So she ends up getting the delivery at like five o'clock. She sends me a picture of it and she's just like, oh, thank you so much. Like you're amazing. This, that. And I was like, that's not what I bought you. You know what I mean? Like I saved up bread to be able to buy this. And, you know, I was supposed to get her an abundant arrangement, ton of roses. And what she got was not what I had paid for. So I'm an entrepreneur. I've been working with my family for a long time. You know, she's an entrepreneur, worked with her family. So we started bouncing ideas off each other. We were like, you know what? It's Valentine's Day. This has to be a problem that people are are running into for not just today's occasion, but occasions, you know, other occasions, whether it's Mother's Day or birthday anniversary, whatever. And so, you know, we quickly just started... I going through different concepts and uh, Seema's backgrounds in design um, and packaging. And so she's like, you know, she loves everything luxury. Uh, and so- As most women do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so she, uh, you know, she's always been inspired by Venus, the goddess. Um, she's a goddess of everything, you know, luxury, beauty, love, uh, romance. And so she wanted to integrate something that was like beautiful packaging, but the entire experience started from the moment you were on the site, even until you received your product. Um, my background's always just been in marketing, business operations, and expansion. So, um, you know, we just started kicking ideas off. It's crazy because we were three months into dating at this time. Wow. And it just felt right. You know, I was in a place in my life where I was willing to take a risk. I was living with my brother and some friends where we were, you know, my brother and I were just like, look, we got to figure this out. We got to figure out how to make this. And uh, I, I told him, I was like, this kind of feels good. So I'm going to run with this. Um, and you just keep doing you. At least we have some kind of money coming in the door. And so, you know, Sam and I just started to really move quickly. Uh, in June of 2015, she ended up moving out to New York and we, we launched the brand officially in August 2015. Uh, and so when we launched the brand, it was only in the New York, New Jersey area. And, you know, the crazy thing is actually I used to drive down. I do deliveries every day down to Maryland and up to Connecticut. So every day I would wake up at five in the morning with her. Stomping grounds, man. Bro, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And so we'd wake up, we would put together orders. I would get in the car, I'd drive. Um, At this time, it was just fresh florals. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't last a year. They last for a week or so, and you had to maintain them. And so as I'm trying to expand and grow this brand, we're seeing demand coming in. Seema's doing a great job with social media, trying to get the word out there. 
um, and we're seeing demand from LA and from, you know, random places, Ohio and so on. And so we were like, all right, we got to figure this out. And so Seam and I end up flying down to Ecuador. That's where we're getting our roses from. And there's so many touch points at that time. We're going to the flower market. There's that guy that we're buying from. He's buying it from an exporter in Ecuador. You know, there's so many touch points. And I was like, listen, how can we get the stems directly? Right. And so while we're there, we're chatting there. They were already working. Our farm was already working on a on their preserved rose. Um, and so preserved rose has been around for a little bit. But uh, the thing is, they didn't have a scent profile to it. They didn't have a touch and color and so on. So there's a lot of qualities that Seam and I wanted. And so we ended up working on this process with them, perfecting it, and then launch the attorney rose. Uh, the moment we were able to do that, integrated into our packaging, I worked you know, day and night into trying to get the logistics end working. We were able to to officially get the get the brand to be able to go through some explosive growth because there was nothing that was stopping us at yeah. that time. Yeah. So with that being said, like um you said you and your brother were here. So from our conversations, you're you're first generation American. Yeah. Um how tough was it to to get to where you are? You know, a lot of American people, they know a lot of people, they have a lot of family, friends, and people that can help them with certain things. And, and like you said, you know, when you met Seema, you were broke, you were trying to, you know, scrap, scrape together what you could. How tough, how tough was it to be like a minority first generation to come in here and try to, you know, build to what you have now? It was an empire, you know, which has killed the, killed the Rose game, it killed everything. How hard was that? You know, it was tough. Um, growing up, my parents worked very hard to be able to provide for us. Um, so my dad would work day and night uh, in Manhattan. Summertimes, I'd go out there with him and, and try to learn what I could. Not because I willingly wanted to, but because he needed that help and he wasn't trying to pay anyone. Um, and so, you know, it, just learning a lot from him helped a lot as I was growing up. Um, we we saw some tough times in like 20, uh, 2008 um, when the markets kind of went south. And so uh, things kind of shuffled to where my brother was going to college. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do um, and things were rough. And so, you know, being able to to just have like that that mentality, seeing that your parents can come here with nothing. Um, they were able to provide for you and build things for you and take risks for you to be there. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest qualities I see with first generation entrepreneurs is always risk, right? Yeah. You always say like, all right, it's either going to work or it's not. And you don't know unless you go, right? Um, and so it's always been that mentality we've always had. And I think that's one of the the beautiful things about Seema too, is she's also first generation, uh, you know, in, in Canada, but still, um, you know, had that same grit and and mentality where it's like, Real, you're willing to take that risk. You know, it might feel crazy and people are telling us like, yo, you've known this girl for three months and you want to start a brand? You know, like how how crazy are you? When but you know, you know, bro. You just know, man. And, and you know, it's one of those things where it felt right and thankfully, it you know, it's been a beautiful journey. Um, but that's the thing about, you know, first generation. Um, you got to have that risk. You got to have that mentality. You got to carry that forward because your parents did it all. Yeah. You know, they tried to grind all they could. Um, and so you take those qualities for sure. And you try to emulate that the best that you can. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that people take for granted now, especially, you know, in America. It's like, whoever thought you would be, you know, where you are from flowers, bro. Like, mm -hmm. come on, like, Whoever thought that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I, I tell my nieces and nephews this all the time. It's like, bro, if you really have a love for something or if you really have a passion for something, don't give up on it. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because you never know what it can turn into, you know, and, and one thing you can't get back is time. So like if you if you really believe in something, you really have to put it all, put your all into it. And um, I mean, you're you are the catalyst for that. Like this is it really is. You believed in it. Obviously, SEMA had, you know, the design model, but you had the business mind and, and you said you believed in that and, and you took it to, to, to new levels. Um, let's talk about uh because you know, obviously, they know about what you what you do. Well, now they will. They'll know about what you do. I don't think every anybody ever really put a face to that. Mm-hmm. You know, if anything, they seem maybe. Yeah. But uh, with you, our relationship is different. And um, yeah, let's talk about like, you know, the things we talk about, right? You know what <laughs> I mean? The, the watches and things. What's your what what got you into to timepieces? So I think, you know, for me, um, I've always been into watches. When I was a kid, I was buying fossil watches or Swatch, you know. Um, They were always prized possessions. I think when you're a kid, you're used to leaving your jacket in a locker and forgetting that and being like, shit, man, like that was my favorite jacket. And I feel like with timepieces for me, it was something where it was it was on the wrist. Right. So it was always there. But, you know, the older I got, the more appreciation I had for the art of timepieces. And so. I think, you know, as I was probably in like, it's probably 2006, 2007, um, I started really diving into watches and like wanting to learn about them. Um, and for me, you know, it's really just something that it, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. You look at a piece and you remember, you know, where you were when you bought that, who you were talking to, who your friends were, what financial situation you were in, you know, all the things like that. Um, and, you know, my passion for that has just obviously grown. Um, I'm a huge fan of of watches and and all things serology, but uh, yeah, I mean that's just that's kind of what got me into it. it. Was just like that time capsule yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. So like, well, my story is uh, obviously I grew up watching you know you know rap videos and all that stuff. So I got drafted at what 19 years old. So the first thing I wanted to do was get a Jacob. So I'll go in there and before then, prior to this, I always loved watches. Like like you said, like I remember going to the middle of the mall and and scraping up my cash and getting getting a fossil watch and, and, and thinking like, oh yeah, this is that watch and, and waiting for somebody to be like, oh, that's a nice watch. You know what I'm saying? But as I got older, you know, watching things and I, I and I really took appreciation to like, you know, the wrong kind of watches, mm-hmm. you know. I've wasted a lot of money just trying to look cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so in the beginning, you know, those, I remember I bought this Breitling and it, it was like, the big, the biggest dump of money I've ever spent in my life, but it was like, eh, it looks good in the club, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so I bought that. I remember buying that and like taking it back um, to get another watch, and they were like, oh, we can't take that back. <laughs> I was like, why? What do you mean? And so I've learned the hard way. You did your yeah. research. I learned the hard way. It was like, I buy this watch and try to exchange get another one. It's like, okay, we're giving you half of what you what you pay for this because yeah. I'm like, why? Like they, they had to drill holes into it. it the, the the structure of the watch is damaged. It's like, I remember I bought an Audemars that was um, had diamonds on it. I went through it like a five year stage of like just trying to be flashy. Yeah, um, maybe more. <laughs> so 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 I went through like more of that. So um, I remember getting a. a like a like a a watch and it had you know diamonds on it and i tried to take it back to Audemars because i went into the pool without closing the, the, the oh shit the thing the crown, so yeah. the crown so um it didn't work and, and they wouldn't touch it so now i just got this this bracelet on my wrist yeah. like so like they're going to give me whatever 
whatever the diamonds cost or whatever. And, sure. you know, they, you know, that's one thing about jewelers, man. They real, they will play that game with you. But um, if you if you have money and want to spend it, do it, do it wisely. And I'll tell you from experience. But, um, you know, I my my first actual timepiece that I was proud of. And he'll tell you to this day, I bought it off of Rich Paul. I bought it off his wrist. <laughs> I was like, yo, I want this, I want this watch. He's like, oh, you get, yeah, I'll sell it to you. So I wired him the money the next day. He gave me the watch and I'm walking around with it. And he still asked me about his day. He's like, yo, you still got that? I'm like, no, that, that was like 10 <laughs> watches ago. But I appreciate you for yeah. schooling me, Rich. Like, and um, you know, like Rich is a guy that I've I've known for a long time and I've seen him progress as as, as a businessman and a person. So I'm I'm you know, shout out to Rich though. He's 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 a really he's a really good dude and a friend of mine. But um, you know, just searching and and, and trying to figure out the right time pieces. Like Jay Z said, I don't have the bright watch, I have the right watch. Yeah, you know 100%. what I mean? So I, I, I went from that to to trying to find the right time pieces and I'm just I'm not saying I'm just, but I've gotten to a point where I have a collection that I could be proud of and um you know, one I can compare to yours yeah, a little right. bit. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. But uh, but the watches is something that we we kind of you know took a took. A, actually, that's the first thing we talked about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you had a so. you had an RM one, right? Yeah, I think I was I was running an RM. That was I went through a little phase where I was like, all right, I wanted to buy something that I felt you know it was like at the time it was it was obviously on the flashy side, but. Yeah. It was still something for me that I like looked into and I was like, all right, this is dope. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so it's so different. Um, Richard Mill came from Audemars, so you know, it has to have a good movement and stuff. But yeah, that was that was how we linked up. I think I was wearing I was wearing an RM and I don't remember if I left with that on my wrist or not that night. But <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely that's that's what we started chatting about. It's crazy. We're at the point right now, we don't know like that was a what was that? At the time it was like two hundred and fifty thousand dollar watch, maybe, maybe yeah, three hundred. Yeah. And we just like, yeah, I don't know where that watch is right now. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I'll have, you know? I'll, we'll have some of the boys over and and like, you know, every now and then someone will come in and be like, yo, I want to rock one of these or one of those. And they'll wear it and I'll get it back. And I'm just like, bro, there's a gash in the side of this thing. And and they're like, oh, no, that wasn't me. I took it off. He rocked it. They rocked it. It's all fun, though, bro. You yeah, know, it is. Bro. Like, honestly, people don't understand, like, even the the band on those watches is at least five thousand dollars. Like you know what I'm saying. So, like if you wear your friend's watch, make sure you take care of it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But um, you know, like what what else? Um, as far as the business, what 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 do you where do you see expansion happening? I mean, obviously, you always have, you know, birthdays or graduations or Valentine's Day. I bet you probably clean up on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah. Or, you know, like marriage, like weddings, I'll probably clean up on that too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like what, where, where do you see expansion? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've over the last two years um, done a, a lot of investing into our retail side. Mm -hmm. So opening up brick and mortars to get, you know, people to see the brand, um, feel it, see it in person. Uh, maybe not the same person that we'd be marketing to online. Um, we've done a lot of investing into expanding globally. Um, and so working on some stuff that's exciting, uh, internationally, but, um, also started to invest into our home category. So, you know, we're, we were originally very perceived to be like this gift oriented brand, you know, something that like you can kind of brag with and you want to show off. We started during the very beginning of like the Instagram era when it was like, you would eat a meal and snap a pic of it. You know what I mean? And everyone was doing that. And so it, it translated to every category. And so, you know, 
fortunately for us, there's a gift side of the business that does very well. Um, and it's, it's, it's super strong for us, but we've also invested into the home category. So, you know, started with, with roses. Now we have gardenias and, uh, tons of other types of florals that also last a year longer, um, don't require maintenance and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's just trying to tap on all these categories to where the way I see it is like, everyone's got a wallet. And if you want to tap onto a certain part of that wallet as the gift side, all right, cool. But there's only so many times I could tap that side. So like, how could I, how could I get to other areas of the wallet? You know, you got Louis Vuitton as a brand out there that like someone like myself admires. Right. And like one day you wish to be someone like that. And like, I could walk in there and buy a wallet for myself. Right. Um, I could buy a bracelet for myself, but then I can also go in and buy a handbag for my wife. I can go in and buy shoes for my brother. Like there's countless things and categories that they've evolved into. And so that's what we thrive to do. Um, we're starting to tap into the home category, but you know, also an expansion outside of flowers is something that we wanted to do. So we've launched candles and room fragrances, you know, really trying to, again, get like present all luxury things for the home space. Um, we did a, a collab recently with uh, a brand we admire, Kith. And so, you know, being able to do something that was new and different for the floral space, you know, you, you always visualize the flower space to just be flowers. Like yeah. they deliver, they sit there, whatever, they die, you throw them, right? And so we want to be able to bring something different. We want to try and, you know, uh, disrupt that space and that perception of like a floral just sits there. And so for us, it's like being able to expand into categories and maybe one day into apparel, who knows? Um, but there's a lot of things that we're working on, bro. And we're really, really excited to be able to do that with my wife and my brother. So it's awesome. I will, I will say one thing about the company. It made flowers cool. Like as far as like, you know, somebody, you get somebody flowers, you have like an old ugly vase or something like that, you know, and it made it cool. Like you have like different kinds of things you do within the flowers and, you know, you have different, um, whatever it is. Like, you you know, I can spell my name with flowers, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you make the average person be able to have that. Whereas, you know, you go to events and you see that, like a normal person can have that in their house mm-hmm. if they pay for it, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Um, this is a retail business, so you gotta pay for that shit. So, but um, more than anything, I feel like it, may, it makes it cool and, and, and it lasts. And I think that's another part that that people don't realize, like, look, it doesn't take much to, to add character to your home. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things that, that has happened. And, and you know, uh, between you two, you seem you and Seema, y'all, you guys figured it out, and and yeah. it's and it's been great, and it's something I have in my house, and 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 something that I, you know it doesn't make it, it doesn't make, it's not too feminine, mm-hmm. not too masculine, it's right there in the middle, it's just something for everybody, and that's that's what we're trying to do, right? Like you look at someone like myself, right? It's myself and Seema, and so we want to decorate our home and make it feel warm and beautiful and have, you know, product scattered throughout the entire place. But then you got someone like my brother, who's a complete opposite. He's single as ever, but he's also not the type. Normally, that's like not someone that's looking into buying florals, right? And someone like him, he's still buying product and he's still, you know, he's put in it throughout his home and he's got different styles of it. And to your point, it's like, you know, we've, we've got so many different varieties where it's like, you have the ability to kind of place it for different situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like the one thing that's like one of the things that's super important to us is like the experience, right? Like if you want to send someone a, a gift for their birthday and they're in L.A., all right, cool. You can get that to them and it comes one way. Right. But when you look at when you think of florals historically, it's like the reason why we started this business, like our experience was trash, you know, and like what if you buy for somebody that you just closed a giant business deal with and you want to say thank you and they're in Dubai, 
and you send them an arrangement and it comes out looking like trash. It's like, was that what you were trying to convey to them? You know, and so it's super important to us to be able to make sure that we maintain that quality and that like the the message is delivered 100% perfect every single time. Yeah, I feel like it's um, it's a classy, it's a classy gesture, but it's not too intimate. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Like, like somebody you really, really, really care for, you'll send them like, you know, something like a watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, you know, something. Where's like my that. watch? It's, it's in the mail. <laughs> know what? That mail, know what? I have to check the tracking on that. But, you know, but like, you know, somebody like if they do a nice gesture for you, you don't really know them that well. You know, you send them, you know, Venus the floor. So like, you know, it's, it's a classy way of showing your appreciation, whether you love the person or whether you just met them. Like it can be as intimate or as, you know, whatever as, as you make it. But, um, you know, I, I, I've always loved the product, man. And and I appreciate you guys and, and your expansion and how did things. Um, what is the what is the website? So and for anybody that doesn't know it, I know it, obviously. But for anybody that doesn't know it, what's the website? Yeah, it's just venusafleur.com. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, we're we're on online. Um, we have a presence on Insta, Facebook. We're, we're pretty well scattered to where, like, when someone search us, you're going to see us until you buy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to keep hitting you until so, you buy. So question, so, oh, so question is, like, you know, obviously, you know, there'll be no Burger King without McDonald's. Mm -hmm. There'll be no you know you know what i'm getting at mm -hmm. so like the people that try to try to emulate what you do mm -hmm. like how is that process and 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 do you intervene or does that does that keep you want motivate you to to do better and do things that they can't yeah you know i think that in the beginning it was always something where you see it and you're like oh man like what could i do about this and you know do you want to go legal routes this that and you know there's a lot of copycats out there that'll try and emulate the brand to the T, right? And so it happens and there's there's customer confusion. But one of the things that differentiates us beyond anybody in this space is just our quality um, and our focus across every single touch point of the brand, right? And so you might go on and, and see our brand versus another brand and see a different price point and say, you know what, looks the same, let me buy that. Yeah. And when it gets delivered, it's it doesn't it does it gets delivered and there's damage or defect to it, or you know, it, it ends up being a product that when you touch the stems, a lot of with us the difference is our stems are actually all from our farms. And so we manage the entire quality of that, right? From the part of the supply chain, we own every part of the supply chain. And so um, with a lot of the competitors, they don't. They just buy products, raw materials from all over, bring it in, try to put it together and deliver it to a customer. And so they're never gonna have the ability to really control that experience. And so um, for me, it's always been something where it's like, listen, like there's gonna be people when you do good stuff out there that are gonna wanna copy it and try to run with the, run, ride the wave, if you will. Um, but there's only so many people that understand business and scale to where it's like, if you really grind and you grow a business, every single department of the business is gonna grow too. And there's people that just don't know how to manage that. And eventually it ends up biting you in the ass because you think you could scale and you think you can compete, but you really can't because a holiday comes around, you know, it's happened where we've seen it. We've seen competitors out there over promise and under deliver. Yeah. There's Valentine's Day and they take on hundreds of orders, thousands of orders, and they realize that they didn't staff enough for it for the people that can put the product together or they didn't buy enough product to deliver. And then you've got thousands of customers that are like, yo, where's my product? Like I bought for this day. And then there's no one answering the phone because they didn't scale the customer service side. So, you know, with business, it's like you really got to be calculated and you got to be certain that you're expanding everything and not just trying to go for sales across the board. 
Um, and so, you know, competitors will come and go. That's how I see it. I don't focus on them. We just continue to grind and grow and anything that we release ends up getting knocked off yeah. over time. But you know, it's, there's a difference, you know, there's, there's brands out there that'll sell a handbag for $3,000, $10,000. Then there's handbags that try to replicate it for $200. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but there's a difference in the quality, the experience and the brand name. And that's something that no one can touch. Yeah. I mean, obviously the quality is great. Um, but you put more emphasis into like the shipping aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So in, in the reliability, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, when people buy these things, they want it there when they when they ask for it there, obviously, because, you know, you never know. You know, you have a graduation. You don't want graduation flowers to come two weeks or a day, exactly. five days or even a day after the graduation. But uh, one thing one thing, the quality is always there. I've never seen anything other than that. But, you know, when you have shipping and quality, it's hard to compete with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean. I've never, I've never had a problem or anything like it. one thing. The thing about it is, this guy he owns the company, but when he met me, he was like, "Yeah, you bought from me before, before I even knew what the hell the company was." I'm like, "Yo, what, what are you talking about?" <laughs> so basically, yeah, he knows my credit card number before he knows my face. So, <laughs> so I that's own the wallet, bro. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? he's the own own the wallet. That's you know what you guys look got to own the wallet, man. Um, cars. Another thing, if you follow this guy on Instagram, man, um, has some of the some of the best cars and some of the, you know, basically, you know, this is the American dream. He lives the American dream, and know what? The funny part about it is, most people that live the American dream, their families aren't from America. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, it's like you, he's he's come here, he's figured it out, and um. You know, if you look on Instagram, he definitely celebrates the fact that, you know, he's he's worked hard and, and you got you got to respect that. Um, you know, anybody that has done things to, to live the right way and, and go out there and put the work in to get uh, to a point where they're successful. Um, I applaud them for, for celebrating that, man. And, and I've seen some of the. You know, I've compared some of the greatest cars and carried his watches with this guy, man. And, 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 you know, I'm just I'm just happy to say that, you know, I have somebody that, you know, obviously when you get to a level, you 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 don't meet many people that genuinely don't need anything from you. Mm -hmm. And um, like the story I told you before, where, you know, he took care of me for no reason. Um, he's one of those guys. And um that's the main reason why I wanted to come in here. The thing about this podcast, I wanted to show people like not just sports, it's just like the people I meet from all walks of life. Um, whether they're, you know, whether whatever, whatever however they're successful, I just want to let, let people know like, you know, the, the rooms I'm in and the people I've kind of met um, earlier, well, cut that. But um, I've, I've interviewed a lot of people, but um, you know, this is a little different. And um, this is for the, the, you know, the future business owners, the future, the future entrepreneurs, the people that, you know, need that push and, you know, might not feel um, motivated to keep going with what they're doing. But uh, this is right here as a guy that can sit there and tell you that, you know, whatever you're, you're passionate about, just keep pushing. And, um, you know, I mean, anything else you could say about that? No, I mean, you know, it's it's important for anyone that's trying to start a business or pursue a, a part of their career that maybe other people don't agree with mm -hmm. you know you just got to chase it if you feel like it makes sense you know i said it earlier like 
my best friends and my family and, and Seema's best friends and family were always like, you guys are nuts for what you're doing, you know? But, you know, if you feel like it's the right thing, you trust your gut, right? Like no one else can feel that but you. Um, you know, fortunately, you know, we we worked hard to, to be able to do what it is that we do now. Um, we we love being able to work with new entrepreneurs and founders and people that have questions. Like it's it, for me, it's always just been like, you know, what's the point if if you can't help other people that want to try and pursue their dreams? Like, you know, there's a different feeling you get out of that. It's not about money or any of that. It's being able to help somebody else out who has a question or, you know, wants to be able to to pursue their dreams. And they're like, they just need somebody to support that sometimes, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, man, it's, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a wild, wild ride and we've had an, an incredible experience. We're blessed for sure. Um, but, you know, fortunately through this, through this entire experience that we've had and where we are today, we get to meet amazing people from all different walks of life. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to be able to, to meet people that are in different spaces that we can also draw inspiration from, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah. Yeah, man. Basically, just today, he's just going to give you your flowers. <laughs> like that. There you God damn, that was good, man. <laughs> give this man his flowers, man. But, uh, you know, that's it, man. I just wanted to, you know, give people insight on, you know, different different walks of life and different ways of, of, of making money and different ways of, of, of entrepreneurship. So, um, you know, this is a speakeasy. Sonny Chada. Rudy Gay brought to you by... Believe Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.